Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. Good morning and welcome to Ministers Talking Kids. If it's seven o'clock on the mountain time, it must be time for this program. And I'm so glad to say that I have the lovely Rev B with us this morning. Uh, Rev Briz is out and about uh, doing his thing. And so we're here today, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to get you caught up on some things that you may have missed. And I'm I'm being facetious because some of these things you cannot miss, right? I mean, they're just everywhere in the news. And so we're hoping that we can bring them about and give them a spiritual profile and uh, and just uh, kind of make some things aware. How are you doing this morning, Rev B? I'm great, Rev Z. It's uh, wonderful to be back here. I always enjoy these conversations. They're so illuminating and interesting and fun. So yeah, we got lots Yay. to talk about today. <laughs> yes, and I tell you, it, there's so much, I don't even know where to start, but I think the appropriate place to start is in the Middle East, just yes. to just to give, you know, first and foremost, let's send some love, some light, some healing, uh, and anything else, some food, some clothes, whatever we need to kind of lessen the... Uh, the sting of what's going on over there. And I, because I think the whole world now is beginning to cry for a, a pause point. Um, the UN is doing it. The, uh, Blinken is doing it. I mean, and so it's going to be interesting. I, I'd like to hear, you know, what you think about that whole, how do we heal that? So we know what it is. We, we, we don't need to elucidate that. We need to start beginning to figure out how do we heal that situation. Well, and that's where I think the spiritual conversation is so powerful, because if we can, like if I can in my own heart and my mind and my life choose to be uh, loving, compassionate of myself and others, then I show up in the world in a more peaceful way. I think there's a lot of fear and the media is perpetuating that fear. And that, you know, the minute you start pitting people against each other, an explosion is going to occur. Yeah. So we have to find a way. And talk about insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. We've been at war since the beginning of time. Right now, there's what, 110 conflicts in the world? Mm -hmm. Like, what, mm -hmm. what do we think we're resolving? I th the only winners here? Weapons manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. They're getting rich. They're getting rich. And, and you know, an interesting point that, that you bring up, this pitting against one another. So right now, the Palestinians are pitted against Israel. Yeah. But at the same time, all of the news outlets, whether they're print, whether they're streaming or whatever, they're pitted against the other news outlets for 
the best story or the most in-depth thing, whatever that thing is. And it's like, <clears throat> they're so, uh, 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 their mindset is so set on, on being the first one to report something as a opposed to, am I reporting the right thing? Am I doing that with integrity? And, and how does what I do perpetuate the loss that we see going on or how does it help resolve it? Yeah, it doesn't resolve anything. And, you know, it's interesting because I went to college to become a journalist. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> Ministry, same thing. Yes. <laughs> but what I, when I was in school, when I was in college, and this is going back, you know, a thousand years or so, uh, when I was in college, we were taught who, what, where, when, why, period. Mm, mm, Do not editorialize or you get a great big zero on your paper. Yeah. yeah. All we hear today is opinion, 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 opinion. Depends who, who you're listening to, who on CNN or Fox or the BBC or where. They're all editorializing everything. So where are the facts? Yes. Yes. Right. And, Where's and... the humanity? There is none. I mean, let's just be honest. I, 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 I won't be that bold. There's very little. Let me put it that way. There's very little humanity. I mean, and now they're beginning to see outbreaks in the Middle East or in, in, the, in the Palestine, Israel region in the West Bank, right? So, so now you got things going. I mean, Gaza is just, I mean, you know, here, here, here's the thing that, that, that really kills me. <clears throat> so we see all the devastation that happened over in Ukraine, right? Yeah. Cities decimated. We see yeah. the same thing happening now in Gaza. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of this, i.e. both of those, people who are going to make out like a bandit are construction companies and material companies and, mm -hmm. and infrastructure companies all these companies who have to go back in and build these places back that will take decades. Yes. We'll set up a pipeline for to put the same people in power and just play the shell game. And it, and, and it just seems so obvious to me. And I'm like, don't we see this? Well, and, and you know, it is truly the definition of insanity to do the same thing over and over again, <clears throat> expecting a new result. And, when it comes to war, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I think the presidents and prime ministers of countries should fight it out between the two of them. <laughs> Leave the people out of it. You two get locked in a room. You know, the last man standing, because it's probably a man, last man standing wins. Like, do you think there would be war? <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> I think they would yeah. find peaceful resolutions because they don't want to bloody their own hands really quick really quick you know and 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 just speaking of war i don't know i know you up in 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 canada but they had a war here the other day on the debate scene <laughs> with the with the republican candidates or five of the republican candidates and uh of course uh donald trump was not there he was uh no. busy trying to deal with his his legal case they called the two him the two sons and the daughter on the stand to deal wow. with that whole piece and you know when i looked at it you know you talked about op-eds right afterwards everybody was op-edding <laughs> and i'm like 
I'm looked at this. I don't need an op-ed. This is all stupid. It is. It really is. I mean, you know, the, the bonus of Trump is for all the comedians in the world who don't have to write any comedy anymore. They just repeat what he says. <laughs> I'm not sure what know, they're going to do when it's all done. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, I, I sat there and I now I, I will I will admit there were some interesting perspectives that came up that I think should be uh, should be followed up on in mm -hmm. in a real debate where people respect and listen and not try to make sound bites. Um, Does that I know exist? that seems odd. <laughs> is that possible to have a debate that actually is fair, reasonable, and gives us information? <laughs> you, you would hope so. <laughs> you would hope we'd be able to figure that out because there were some points that I think would have really been good to say, you know, go off script and say, now that's a good point. Let's go down and give everybody two minutes. You know, the part of the challenge was for a few of the comp, uh, 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 other participants, they were just, they were on a stomp, right? They were rhetoric and rhetoric, and they never got to the point of the question. Never do. They never do. I get so frustrated with debates. I've told my husband, if there's a debate on, I'm leaving the room because all they're going to do is tell me what the other guy did wrong. Yes. No one's going to tell me what they're going to do, why I should vote for them. That information never comes out. It's always, and, oh, let me point fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's almost like, why are we doing this? It doesn't help me. In making a decision, if I'm if I need to make a decision, yeah. Um, and so you know, it, it it's going to be and and I think the leader of the bunch, DeSantis, right, is trailing Trump. I mean, Trump has fifty some odd points, percentage wise. Yeah. And I think DeSantis may have nineteen or something, sixteen, nineteen. I mean. The, the whole lot of them, if you add a whole lot of them up, they don't get nowhere close to what Trump had. Isn't that wild? And I'm like, what in the world? How did now, we get here? <laughs> how do we, and, and imagine, imagine what it would be like right now if Trump was in charge. <clears throat> yeah that i mean right now i saw this morning uh the arab league um the 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 crown uh the king of saudi arabia or the crown prince of saudi arabia one of him one of those are are, at, are calling for a ceasefire yeah. right they can't even get in they're saying they open the borders up for six hours to bring in supplies, but they got to check every one of those trucks for bombs and power. Like, what are six hours going to do? Not much. Not much in the lives of people whose whose homes, businesses, families are destroyed. How do we how do we get any of that back? You can't. And and when you think about those situations and Trump being in charge, trying to orchestrate a uh, a uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm 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 prayerful 
but I'm very cautious about what's going on because we just started bombing Syria. We've gotten nuclear subs in the area now. We have aircraft carriers in the area now. So I think we need to be praying for some calm and some, you know, hopefully the atrocities have been so great that everybody is saying, let's do a pause. Let's sit down. Let's let's make another way. Absolutely. Let's make another way. Just reading Linda's comment. (laughs) Thank you, Linda. That's that's most debates I've ever watched. The debates seem like a bunch of well-dressed fifth graders, each trying to get attention. I didn't learn anything. That's why I don't watch debates anymore. It's a waste of time. It's so frustrating. You nailed it. Fifth graders? Yeah, probably. (laughs) It's like it's just throwing two, three hours down the drain. It is. It really is. And it's not getting us anywhere. It's like if we want to find solutions, I think we have to sit down with each other. You know, we have to put everybody in the room that is in disagreement and find a way to walk together through this mud that is pulling us down and finding, finding strength and compassion and instead of dehumanizing everybody so mm-hmm. we can feel justified mm-hmm. killing them, let's humanize everyone and begin to have conversations that will allow for the uniqueness of each one of us to be realized so we can find a way to come together. This yeah. separating isn't, isn't working and never no. has. Well, and, 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 you know, part of that is, we do not, we being the collective we, do mm-hmm. not see life as a whole, as a wholeness, as one thing. No, we, we, we think it's this, you know, the scientific method is a great method. It, it has brought us some wonderful things. Mm-hmm. But when the scientific method is devoid of any higher uh, uh, understanding, we get into this cutting and measuring and separating to understand things and when we've done that we think we understand the whole but we don't it's like i can understand from a car perspective i can understand the carburetor and the engine and the brakes and but if i don't have that stuff working together as a whole i don't have a car i just got a bunch of parts it is the putting together of a wholeness that makes the car and that's the same thing about humanity in this world we live in and I don't know why that seems to be such a foreign or very difficult idea to handle. And even in our families, like we yeah. don't even have to go overseas to, to see the the separating the I'm right, you're wrong stuff. We just can go home. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, as, as, we, as I was looking at the debates mm-hmm. there, the, the the news flash came that that uh, Senator Joe Manchin up in West Virginia has decided not to re not to run for re-election again. He's he's high-powered Democrat. He's seventy-six years old, which all right, I, I get it. You should be retiring. Let's give a young person or somebody else a chance. Yeah. Maybe you become a mentor or whatever. But the challenge now is the Democrats are 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 like okay. When he goes, that's going to open up, that's going to put us in an imbalance, you know, uh, uh, of, of who's going to be in control. 
And so now the fight is on, if you will, to find a Democrat to run against who other Republicans are going to run it, run against uh, uh, for that seat and for the Senate. And, you know, here again, we're doing this tug of war thing. And nothing's happening. Do you think the um, because I know the the youth of both Canada and the United States are quite concerned about a lot of things in our world at the moment. Do you think the youth are ready to step up and begin voting a whole new way in order to switch the balance of power so that it becomes more um, along the lines of what humanity needs, wants, and desires? Like, is there a possibility that they're fed up and will actually go out and vote and make a change? I, you know, I think the jury's still out in that I think a lot of the young people are somewhat apathetic, right? Mm -hmm. They've seen their parents and they've seen their grandparents uh, pitch a, a way of living mm -hmm. that's supposed to get them where they want to go, success or whatever. And they're looking at their parents and grandparents and says, ain't worked too well for you. No. Uh, why do you expect me to follow that path, right? And so now they're branching out into new ways of, of, of being involved, new ways of getting information, new ways of, of, uh, of making a decision to, to be involved or not. And I, it's, you know, it's interesting because the, uh, uh, what's his name, Ramaswamy, uh, the young man, he's 38. He was on the debate, Republican candidate. Mm -hmm. And he's been getting slammed, right? He went after uh, Nikki Haley and he, he made some, you know, some very pointed statements, but he had one or two good ideas that should be followed up on. Um, yeah. And I think he, he someone like him who, he, you know, he seems to be a little too polished for me personally. He, he seems to be a snake oil salesman. And I guess when you come get to be a multimillionaire, billionaire, whatever he is, that's what happens if you're not careful. But to get these young people involved, I think we, we, we have to begin to put them in control. Some Absolutely. Kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, because we know these young people are smart. We've yeah. trained them to be smart. We've, we've done, we've sacrificed to get them the best education, the best opportunities uh, to, to yeah. put them in the environment. So, now they, they they still need to grow into a lot of it, mm -hmm. but we know they are prepared for the moment. Yeah. But it's it's like it's like uh, in a football game, you know, the, the the understudy is always on the bench saying, "Put me in, coach. Put me in. I'm ready. Put me in, coach." And that's what the, I think they're saying now. But we're not doing that. Now we're we're hanging on to those old white guys because uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> And Linda said, I love what Linda says here, you know, power and control is the theme of politics. It is time for a shift, seen and living as of the whole from the head, from the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, heart. from the heat out. Probably heart. Heart, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm somewhat baffled, you know, and when I think about this whole 
shell game that's being played. I know next week in San Francisco, believe it or not, <clears throat> President Xi is supposed to be here from China and him and Biden are supposed to meet. Not sure what they're talking about, but I can kind of speculate um, that they don't want them to get involved, right, on any side. They don't want him on Russia's side. Uh, they don't want him on it. They want him out the game because they understand that manpower-wise, we cannot stop China. I mean, let's just be honest. And so, what if we stop taking sides? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, why don't we work together? And 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 as Linda said, it's because the power and control, right? If if we really look at it, I want to control what's going on. I want to I want to be the the number one uh, because we think that's possible. The truth yeah. is, it's not. And it's not sustainable. We know that, you know, historically, we just watch the cycles continue, you know, yeah. beating on each other, hating on each other, uh, finding reasons to separate rather than unify. And that's, that's taking us down a pretty dark hole. And I don't see us getting out of it unless, like Linda says, we shift. Yeah. It's time to shift how we're doing everything. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of odd to say, I mean, we're, we're what, uh, uh, effectively almost three years beyond COVID. Yeah. Right. We're, we're four years beyond George Floyd and that whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it appears not much has changed. I mean... You know, we're still having problems with police uh, overstepping their bounds in some cases. We still have racial issues uh, mm -hmm. that that are obvious issues that, that, you know, we're spending way too much time trying to justify. And we had, and I think we still have, if we can just keep in our minds that that could happen again, a perfect opportunity to start working for wholeness. I, I agree completely. And I think, you know, when we look at why people do some of the things they do, well, it comes back again to that separation. If, if I'm, you know, if I'm fearful, I'm going to react rather than act. And mm -hmm. I'm going to probably make mistakes because my fear is running. And where does that come from? It's, you know, we take our little children and we, in, you know, indoctrinate them mm -hmm. into a belief system. Mm -hmm. We teach them how to hate. Yeah. yeah. How to separate. Let's teach them how to come together. Let's be that bridge. You know, I was listening to Bridge Over Troubled Water the other day, and I thought, yeah, let's be that bridge over the troubled water that is the human race at the moment on the planet. Let's be the bridge of unifying, of bringing love to the table, realizing that one isn't right and one wrong, both and. Let's find a way to have a conversation that goes deep and allows each person to be heard and then to find consensus or common ground or there's got to be a better way than what we're doing. <laughs> and, and, and finding common ground should be very easy because the common ground is this planet. Yes. 
And yeah, well, I don't care how many attempts and how much technology we're getting to the moon and we're getting to the Mars. They don't have a ship big enough to take all of us, which means, okay, uh, guess who going to be on the first two, three, four ships? Not us, right? It'll be and, those big white guys who have been running the show. <laughs> and and we are destroying our home. We are. We are. At the price of, as you said before we got on the air, of consumerism. How much more money can I make? How much more stuff can I buy? I got Let way me fill another storage locker. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! They're building storage places. Like I'm like, what the heck? Oh, I know. I mean, I, 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 to be, I mean, I'm totally serious. Probably within my neighborhood, within a, let's say, a five mile circumference radius. Yeah. Which, which you can walk in an hour, hour and a half. Yes, you can. There has to be, there has to be, I don't know, 15, 20 doggone of varying size and, and technology storage units. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. My husband and I just moved this summer. And when we moved, like our basement was full of stuff, boxed stuff that had been boxed up for the six years we lived in this place. For the two years we lived in the place before that, and the 12 years we were in the place before that. And I, I said to my husband, we're downsizing, so it all has to go. Yes. And I'm not renting a storage locker for anything. There is nothing that we need that bad. Man, we got rid of truckloads of stuff. Donated yeah. it where it was needed, and that yeah. felt so good. Yeah, uh, it you know, that's one thing the saints and the mystics always say is, is travel light, right? Travel light, and, travel light, and yeah. our and our society mandates that we travel, he travel heavy. <laughs> but isn't that exactly what keeps us, yeah, pressed down, yeah, obedient. Yeah, because now we've got to we've got to work that much harder to cover all those extra expenses. We've got to work that much harder to try and gain the thing our neighbor has because that'll make us happy. We're so busy trying to fill this void, yeah. our humanity that that yeah. we're stuffing it full of food or stuff, yeah. and we're still in pain. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and I mean. You know, we, when we think about, you know, we, we, we talked a lot about politics and conflict today, you know, and I think the, the, the motto, I think, is travel light on this planet because yes. when we look at, where, you know, the Amazon is called the lungs of the planet, if you will. Yep. And when we're beginning to cut down the trees in the Amazon to plant soybeans, <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, you're cutting down old growth trees that God knows how long they've been growing, right? Who mm -hmm. the the ecosystem that you're destroying to plant soybeans? Um, in the long run, is going to be be a challenge. Well, it's going to kill us. It's going to kick us off this planet. Is what it's going to do because we trees take carbon out of the air. Mm -hmm. out of the out of the atmosphere 
we need our tree in the city of Toronto, you know, Toronto, biggest city in Canada. It's considered, you know, everybody goes, oh, yeah, you know, the concrete jungle. We're not allowed to cut down trees. Nice. Toronto is one of the most lush cities I have ever been in. There are trees everywhere, big, big old trees, and you're not allowed to remove them. The fine is huge if you do, if, well, if you get caught, because people mm -hmm. do can't chop it down on your own property. Wow. Yeah, see, and 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 I mean, we should start, and, and I'm, I'm going to be dogmatic and say we should start uh, mm -hmm. really looking at conservation and ecology because it all starts with the planet. It all it starts all, with the planet. Right? And we know the planet will survive because COVID showed us that. Take yes. the human out of the equation and watch the planet flourish. So if yes. we continue what we're doing, we're all going to die. And then the planet's going to just rebirth itself lusciously, beautifully, fabulously. And the process will start over again. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. That's a, a as we start coming to the end of the of the of the time for the show. That is a great. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find the words to capsulize that, and it, it, because I, the Earth doesn't care nope. whether we behave or not. No, it doesn't. Neither does and God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes to you, whatever. Whatever you want to do, this energy is just going to go, oh, you want to go in that direction? No problem. Here you go. Yeah. There's yeah. consequences. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and we we have the basic principles of new thought is choices and consequences, whether those are choices in consciousness or choices in action. No matter which one you choose, there is a consequence for that. There totally is. And we live like there is no consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and, and we forget often that cause and effect are not always closely related. We, we live in this fast pitch, high tech world, and we think cause and effects are, 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 are right there, but they're not. No. And I just think about put Asian orange over in Vietnam on the jungles to defoliage so that they could fight another war, right? It was expedient, but they didn't they didn't see the effect of that when we have soldiers coming home with all kinds of diseases and 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 land that's barren that you can't even use anymore because of this short-sightedness and this cause and effect lapse in memory. I think that's how we live as human beings, it seems, uh, at least in North America. That's my experience is that, you know, everything is about immediacy. If we watch mm -hmm. the advertising, you know, the, the same furniture stores will say, oh, last weekend for the big sale. And then the next weekend, last weekend for the big sale. And then, oh, Black Friday sale. And then another, it's like, it's always happening. Why do we feel like we have to race in and right. consume, consume? Why aren't we just taking a pause and maybe hanging out with each other, having a, a latte or a, you yes. know, glass of water. Like let's, yeah. you know, let's redefine how we show up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, our time is coming to an end, and and today is 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 Veterans Day here in in the United States, and so we we do want to give a shout out to those individuals who, for whatever reason, has decided to take on the service, whether they you know of of supporting and protecting the country, and we and 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 we we uh, give honor to those who may have lost their lives or have been maimed or or whatever in the, these conflicts and, and and it's a great time to honor the veterans but to in in the same breath figure out how we don't have to send any more people to war exactly and one of the things that um tomorrow is remembrance day in canada and that's when we remember all the people that we've lost to war and uh for me when i was last in the us we took a drive uh, around and we ended up going to um, a cemetery for fallen soldiers, and my heart broke. Yeah. The woman who was showing us around, we were in Kansas, and when, as she was showing us around, she said, "The United States loves to kill their young men." And we drive into this place, and there's all these white markers. I burst into tears. It's like, how do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. How how do we send our best and brightest mm -hmm. to be cut down before they even reach their prime? Uh and, and we yeah. And, and we don't have the and we don't have the systems in place to help them when they get back with PTSD or depression or or you know uh addictions of all these horrors that they have to witness and perpetrate. So, so we have to find another way um, because um, this way we can't sustain. And no. so love is the answer. That's love it. is the answer. That is, that is the absolute love and wholeness is the answer. <laughs> and so as we get ready to sign off uh, and, and allow the other programs to come on today. There's always tons of stuff happening on New Thought Media. You can go to www.ntmedia.org and see all of the programs that are happening today. We have the Fireside Chat at 6. There's uh, the Good News at 5. I'm doing the good news today. <laughs> yes. So, 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 so tap in, tune in, and turn on to Rev B at 5. Uh, on the mountain time zone to catch the good news because there is good news and we should begin to focus on that but at the same time not forget the issues that we're counterbalancing with the good and so rev b thank you for being here it's been a wonderful morning i always love the time with you it just it goes by way too fast uh, it really does and, i love and, you and, my friend and i'm thank glad you, thank you and we look forward to doing this again. And everyone, have a wonderful weekend. And remember, as Rev B said, love is the answer. Love is have the a wonderful answer. day. Peace and blessing. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, Please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.